Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, Google CEO Sundar Pichai, and Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey will appear before a House subcommittee meeting later today to discuss their role in fomenting misinformation. But what are we actually expecting to hear? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With us offer a preview of the proceedings is Google reporter Rich Nieva. Welcome, Rich. Hey, thanks for having me. So before we get into today's session, can you just give us a quick review of all the times that big tech has appeared before Congress and why they've been called in? Because it's been a number of times at this point, right? Over even the last year, they've they've shown up to DC or at least virtually with increased frequency, right? Yeah. So it, it seems like this is a, a regular occurrence now, but they've been called in for a bunch of things in the past. Uh, the big thing was antitrust last time. They've also been called for uh, anti-conservative bias that, that Republicans are alleging. They've been called for election interference in the 2016 election, as well as the 2020 election. And they've been called for, for data collection. And so it's, uh, it, it, it's a pretty regular occurrence these days. Yeah, it's sort of it's old hat. But for this session, which is about misinformation, I mean, what what are we expecting to hear? And what are some of the central themes about misinformation we are, we're going to be hearing about? This one, you're right, is is about misinformation and disinformation in particular. And Congress has kind of a, a lot to choose from in terms of questioning big tech here. Um, we've got election misinformation for this this past election. Uh, we've got the lead up to the storming of the Capitol and how uh, misinformation and disinformation led to extremism. And we've got COVID-19 misinformation about uh, the causes in the vaccine and, you know, what, what, what that means for, for everybody going forward. So there's there's a lot to choose from. Yeah, there's clearly lots of misinformation out there, and this is going to be a fairly densely packed session. I know the companies have already released uh, their, their testimony ahead of time. What are they saying? The most interesting thing is coming from Mark Zuckerberg. He is proposing changes to uh, a legal protection called Section 230. And what Section 230 is, is it's a part of the 1996 Communications Decency Act that basically gives tech companies uh, immunity from being legally liable for user-generated content on their platforms. And what Zuckerberg is saying is, you know, we don't want to get rid of this protection, but we do want to make it so that tech companies are more responsible. And he wants tech companies to be able to prove that they've got the systems in place to tackle misinformation and not necessarily be responsible for the misinformation itself on their platforms. That's an interesting proposal. And, uh, you know, I guess not surprising that Zuckerberg wants to maintain that legal protection uh, in exchange for you know the company be, companies being a little bit more diligent about regulating the content on their platforms. I know Section Two Thirty is one of those issues right now, and it's 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 a walkie sounding issue. Section Two Thirty is not does not really have a, a great ring to it, but it's one that I think folks on different sides of the aisle, whether you're conservative, whether you're liberal, they all seem to want to have changes. Now, there's some disagreement what those changes look like, um, but it seems like at least Facebook and Zuckerberg here in particular is trying to be proactive in sort of driving how some of these changes might actually take place, right? Right. And, you know, a lot of people in tech see Section 230 as this very foundational part of the internet. You know, they they see it as one of the reasons that the internet was able to grow and thrive so so quickly. They really want to protect it. 
And I guess they are kind of looking at now, they're, they're thinking there will probably be some changes. And so their, their goal now is how do we make it so these changes are beneficial to us? And for Facebook, you know, the, the, the changes that Zuckerberg is, is proposing, these will be good for Facebook because they've already got tens of thousands of people in place uh, to, to moderate this content. Same with Google. And so these are big companies that can afford to, to do this. They've got the resources. Uh, it might hurt smaller companies that don't have the resources. And so this is one way that Facebook and Google can see changes through, but still kind of remain on top. It's interesting to me that they're proposing this because you know the, the really easy counter argument is well you've already had these mechanisms in place if you if you're showing if what you have is proof that you've got a system in place to combat misinformation yet misinformation was all over your platform over the last year uh, really leading to things like the five G coronavirus hoax or the spread of QAnon then how can we trust these companies to how let me rephrase that. How do we trust the process that these companies have put in place to combat misinformation? Yeah, that's a good question. And it's it's one that the companies up until now haven't really been able to answer. And so I, I think the lawmakers will will push that, you know, uh, when they when they question these these CEOs is, you know, you're, t- you're telling us to trust you, but so far it hasn't worked. What what can you do? Right. And, you know, we, we spent a lot of time on Zuckerberg. What about Google and Twitter Jack Dorsey, Sundar Pichai, what do they have in store? I, I imagine it's not nothing anywhere near as, I guess, controversial, but what are we expecting to hear from those companies? Dorsey, in his, in his testimony, brings up something he calls the trust deficit. Um, and, you know, he, he talks about just getting people to trust social media again. Um, Sundar Pichai also brings up Section 230. He doesn't uh, bring up any solutions like like Zuckerberg does, but he does call for more transparency in how companies work, you know, what their processes are. Um, but definitely Zuckerberg is, is kind of making the, the bigger call here. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how the, the trust deficit issue gets uh, or is received by the lawmakers. I mean, it's clear that I think folks generally, there is a mistrust with Social media, both with the information that they're getting and also the the data that they're that folks are offering up to these social networks. Uh, did did Zuck or did Dorsey say anything about you know filling or building back up that uh, that trust deficit, or was it just sort of raising the issue of trust with social media? Dorsey does. Uh mentioned some of the things that Twitter is doing. Um, there's something called Blue Sky, which is kind of interesting. It's Twitter trying to build um, kind of an, an open source version of social networks that um, uh, th- that'll bring about standards that everyone can agree to. But other than that, you know, I think it's it's mostly just kind of a general idea that that social networks need help in no social na- social networks need to do more in building up trust. Got it. And now ultimately, as you know, at the beginning, like they've been. They've appeared before Congress a number of different times, and, and granted, they were for different reasons. But you know, is this just political grandstanding, or what exactly are the lawmakers hoping to achieve here? You know, whenever you get a, a high-profile CEO in front of Congress, there there is an element of political theater, and so from from the lawmaker standpoint, you know, they're they're going to want to get their barbs in, they're going to want to get their 
uh, there, there's sound bites in that'll sound good on TV. But what I'm hoping we'll see is actual discussion of policy and some of the nitty gritty stuff. What, what lawmakers can do to make this productive is they can get the CEOs on the record for committing to, to some things or maybe even more telling, asking them the questions and, and seeing if they, they won't commit. And so hopefully we can get past kind of the, the showiness and, and get to some real uh, discussion of policy. And is that, uh, you, you raise a great point there in terms of getting companies to commit to things. Is that ultimately what the goal here is? Is it, it's not necessarily introducing regulation, it's more about these companies being more proactive or is it gonna be some sort of hybrid approach? It, it, it's tough because, you know, these, these committees are, are, are basically just kind of letting the, uh, the CEOs speak to the public um, about, about what's going on. And so really all you can do is kind of get them to, to make promises. And, you know, the, we're, we're definitely going to hear a lot of, I'll get back to you on this and I'll have my team follow up. And, and sometimes they don't follow up, you know. And so the big thing will be trying to get these companies to actually uh, say real concrete answers and to get that on the record. Got it. And so just uh, for folks who are looking to listen, what, when exactly is the session later today and how long are we expecting this thing to last? So this thing starts at 9 a.m. Pacific and God knows how long it'll last. The last time <laughs> the last time that Zuckerberg and, and Dorsey did one of these, it lasted for more than four hours. So wow. um, you should you should expect to to settle in. Well, Rich, I salute you and our colleague, Quinny Wong, for, for sitting through this whole thing. Um, hopefully you have some popcorn ready. You can check out his full coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.